We invited six notable Twin Cities artists. Shea Cage. Jeffrey Mianza. Carolyn Levy. Christopher Lauder-Gardella. H. Adam Harris. Kurt Kwan. Who are known for both their active work in community and their talent as high-quality actors, directors, writers, puppeteers, and producers to discuss the divide, if it exists, between art for the community and art for art's sake. Special thanks to the Guthrie Theater for hosting this conversation in their Kitchak Lounge in front of a small, invited audience. Does it mean quality suffers when you do community-driven work? I I know that a lot of people want to jump in on this one, but I'm often offended by that question Mm -hmm. because I think it has so many assumptions. And and people always want, you know, I, I just feel like it's an ongoing refrain. It's like either you're good, you know, either you're good and you're like, you know, this kind of artist or you're a community artist and that implies all these different things, you know, that, yeah, quality is one. And I just, I feel, I feel like there's so much more to talk about in the realm of like what theater making is and, and, and how it is enriched by community driven artists and activism as opposed to this quality conversation. And I also feel like a lot of those conversations, I was privileged to be invited to this conversation in Aspen, and that was everybody wanted to talk about quality and community, you know, and if we lose quality as community activists that are making theater, and I'm like, can we talk about the work that is missing from the mainstream conversations? Um, But yeah, I think absolutely, so that my answer is, Absolutely not. I think that there's there's a foundation that um, that is really rich and meaty and raw and urgent and active that uh, comes along with artists that are connected in that way to community-driven theater and work. Um, so yeah, the quality. I think yes. I'd love to hear what other people say. I totally agree with you. I, mean, I think that's very true. And I think you know when I think back to why did this guy tell me what he told me. And I think he was looking at the uh, what had, the, the 60s, which had just ended, of these like funky little political theater groups where nobody was making money and they were all, um, you know, living in a commune and you know the, all the all the cliches that I could come up with, and that that wasn't the real real theater. And real theater was um, costumes and lights and fancy sets and a big stage and professional actors being paid lots of money. And 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 he saw. A dichotomy between those two things, and um, maybe that's that the had came out of maybe that came out of the experiences that he had had. I, I totally agree with Shay that um, I have been made a better artist by the community work that I, the community work that I do. I am a, I am a better artist because I um, am not staying in a box that says this has got to be um, box office driven that this has got to be um, uh, a certain kind of theater, that this, is, that this has got to serve a community that I don't see myself necessarily as a part of. Um, and I, 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 so I think that that has made me a better artist. What I, do. I think it's going off what you, yeah, yes, yes. Um, it's about communication. Yeah. I mean, like my wife, when, when I go out to see theater, you know, and I sit down, you know, to, to, to take in some theater, I'm being communicated to. Like, I, there's something that I presume 
that the artist, the director, the ensemble is trying to tell me something. Or I want, I want to hear something. And often when we leave the theater, then it's like, did that, you know, did you, did that do any, like, did that move you? Like, did it, did it tell, like, what's the takeaway? You can so be it's totally not, aware that the technique was great. Good yeah, acting, good sound. Yeah, but you could, you could be empty. Empty. And it could be a well-crafted kind of thing, but it didn't really, like, give me anything. So to me, it's about, what are you trying to give to the audience? It's not, it's not about, like, I mean, just going off of what you said, like, you're having this wonderful piece of art, and, like, you know, whether you're going to, and if you're going to deliver it to the audience, like, if, if it, our, our art, say, kind of bothers me, that, that term. Um, I mean, it reminds me, I don't know what famous Latin American poet said something about, like, you, you can never not be political. Like, you know, work, art, and communication is always political. Like, and a lot of, yeah, so there's always, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just about communication and what you're trying to communicate, you know, whether it's in a community context or in a professional, you know, kind of crafted, you know, um, highly schooled and, you know, um, context, it's just about the communication. That's all I have. I think there's a money thing that's this. It's also the the part that people want to avoid is the disparities that actually exist and who is allowed, who makes art, who has what access, um, you know, and what resources that they have. And I find that, uh, you know, I work in, I work all across, you know, I work in a lot of communities of color, I work in main stage theaters, but I, I, I wonder if some of, a part of that question is, is also considering that when people think of community-driven theater, they're often thinking of, uh, you know, theater that is on the street or in the local, you know, neighborhood black box, as opposed to, you know, classical theater that has a lot of those things that you guys were mentioning in terms of, you know, high-end props and, you know, costuming and lights, you know, th resources. So I think we have to really dig through um, the disparities that exist in terms of who, how, how theater is funded and who ac has access mm -hmm. to what. But that also doesn't imply that, um, you know, a piece of theater that I see at the Capri Theater where they might have you know, a very limited amount of money isn't going to be phenomenal. And I'm not going to leave yeah. saying, oh, my God, that changed my life. Yeah. It was amazing. And they yeah. did that on, like, nickels and pennies because I do believe that there's an innovation that comes into the room that sometimes yes. does not exist when you have a lot of, you know, all of these things, yeah. you know, and you yeah, get absolutely. so comfortable. And, yeah, this is the way we do it, and this is the way we put it up. And this is that theater, and this is, you know. So I walk into that system, and I'm, I'm just sort of playing by the rules as opposed to, okay, we got a limited amount of time, we got a limited amount of resources, let's make magic yeah. with these people that really want to be there. Yeah. So, yeah. I just think that, like, I don't know about quality, but I mean, like, not necessarily quality, but the spirit of the, this, what, yeah. what doing all of those things does to the spirit. I think that, to me, it's like about self-care. Mm -hmm. Like, in the community-driven work that I find myself doing in the work, like, we're doing a lot of healing. Like, we are, you're doing a lot of healing, which means you're absorbing a lot of trauma and dealing with trauma and engaging with that in a room. You're dealing with students who have a history 
wild history, transitional homes, transitional housing, domestic violence, all of that stuff. And so for me, I don't know about the quality, but I think if your spirit is affected, if you're all that, it's a lot of out. It's a lot of out and a lot of carrying when you're doing that. Even when they want to be in the room, you're like, you just brought that into the room. Okay, cool. And I've got to hold my ground here while you do this thing and make sure that you can come up out of there so that I'm here. And then I have to go do a play. <laughs> then I'm going to like, then I'm gonna go do complicated fun. Like, it's like this crazy thing where um, I've spent a lot of time like do teaching inside of organizations, Guthrie, Penumbra, doing all this teaching inside. And then I got... We got this grant, University of Minnesota Urban Forage Program, and I was going to Emma's Place, which is a um, um, permanent housing solution for single, low-income uh, parents, and you know, with uh, more than you know, two children, and the average is four. And I'm doing this program, and originally it was going to be specifically for like 12 to 18. Mm-hmm. And I got there, and there were like six-year-olds, you know, and then the, there was like an eight, one 18-year-old, and then the 12-year-old needed to bring a little brother. And I had never, I'm like, I do community, you know, like I teach, you know, yeah. I do community. And these kids were like, <laughs> what you about to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And I have, they, have, they they took so much out of my like spirit and energy and like what I needed to bring into the room to hold that space for them that I actually, after doing that, in addition to doing everything else, I very very guiltily had to walk away after a year because I couldn't do it. Like the from eight, like from four to eighteen, like it's like, and then like because of all the things that are happening in their lives. I didn't get consistent attempt, you know, like, I'm like, we kept starting over, but one of the most powerful moments was like, I'm like, we're going to sing this song, guys, are like, ah, ah. so they have to bring in your favorite song, have to bring your favorite song, and they're like, ah, ah, ah. and we put on Al Green's The Change Is Gonna Come, and all these kids, all these kids who are like mad, you know, they just start weeping, and I'm like, what's happening? But then my spirit's like, whoa, I've been filled, I've been filled, but like, that's, to me, that is the number one thing that I think I'm struggling with right now, and I know it's a factor, like, it's not about the quality, but if your spirit is, the amount, what's required for community work takes so much energy and an awareness of self and family and understanding that you have to give a lot, and then you have to go on stage and act, and so for me, my warm-up is just about being like, I'm here. <laughs> there's no trauma. There's no student to pull out of a dark place. There's no young lady who's concerned. All I have to do is just, like, be here. And for me, I think that's been the sort of thing that I'm trying to figure out. Please come back next week for the next section. And once again, thank you to the Guthrie Theater for use of the Kitchak Lounge and the live audience for being so generous.